0: Ladies and gentlemen, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever you are in the world and whenever you are tuning into this video. My name is James Porcelli. I'm Brian Thomas. And welcome to another very special edition of the Ruthless Talk podcast. I want to thank everybody that was a part of our roundtable uh, this yes, past Saturday. It was a tremendous event, another successful roundtable table. Uh, In the books, if you guys have not checked that episode out, make sure you guys go check it out. It is on Spotify, it is on Apple Podcasts, and of course on our YouTube channel. Make sure you guys subscribe to our YouTube channel. We are so close to 50 subscribers already on YouTube, so make sure you guys spread the word, hit that subscribe button. But of course, I want to thank Richie, uh, Jalen, everybody that showed up, David, everybody that showed up for uh, for that uh, roundtable event. It was it was tremendous. Um, Just want to thank. Those guys for uh, for being a part of it, man, and you know, and I always say when it comes to just wrestling, uh, just a wrestling community, man, like that's what it's always about when it comes to that, just building a community to where, yeah, we may not always agree on on everything when it comes to wrestling, but but the fact that you know we can always just come together, always have an open mind, um, it's always awesome, and having those types of discussions, it's a lot of fun. And especially with Rumble coming up, uh, it was definitely it was definitely a good time. So uh, shout out to everybody that was involved. And make sure if you haven't checked it out, go check it out. It is on all podcasting platforms, Spotify and Apple Podcasts, as well as on our YouTube channel. But that was then, and this is now. And boy, Brian, have things been going crazy over the last 48 a hours. Bit. A lot of breaking news. And of course, we're going to go over Monday Night Raw, the go-home <clears> show, to the Rumble. It's Rumble Week. There's a lot of excitement, a lot of buzz coming up. And make sure you guys stay tuned. Uh, Sunday night is when we'll be recording our Royal Rumble review. And that's I'm sure most of y'all will see most of that mostly on Monday morning. So make sure you guys stay tuned for that. Uh, but before we get into Money Night Raw itself from this past Monday, man, there's just been a lot of buzz, a lot of craziness in, in regards to just business, a lot of business and a lot of money was made as well. The first big breaking news story is The Rock. The Rock is now officially a part of the TKO board of directors. A lot of this was because of securing ownership of the trademark name, The Rock. So now The Rock finally has the uh, ownership, has finally has ownership of his own name, which is The Rock. So of course it was always owned by WWE, Vince McMahon, Mm -hmm. of course. So now that he is part of that board, um, he is now has full ownership of that name. So The Rock owns The Rock, if you want to (laughs) think of it like that. Um, And yeah, man, so before we get into the next big uh, breaking news story in the show, honestly, Brian, I'm, I'm shocked, but at the same time, I'm really not because I even said it just a couple months ago when Vince McMahon... Uh, left the board of directors uh, when he left TKO, you had a feeling something was up because when it comes to Vince McMahon, whether he's running creative in the shows or whether it's just business, he's always a step or two ahead always. Mm-hmm. And you had to think mm-hmm. like he had to have his ducks in a row and what better duck to have than the freaking rock who also is good friends of wait for it. Nick Khan. So it kind of also adds up as well as for the past 13 years, the Rock has had a really good relationship with Endeavor. He's been a client of Endeavor's WMD agency uh, for nearly that time frame. So again, everything kind of adds up. So when you definitely hear all of this information, it's definitely not a shock in regards to that. With all that being said, Brian, I'm going to send this off over to you before we get into the other big news story. Just your thoughts, your reactions of The Rock, TKO. And just all the buzz that's happened over the past 48 hours, man, the floor is yours. Take it away.
1: Hopefully I won't take up too much time. Cause yeah, I, I got a lot to say about the rock in general. I mean, but first off, man, kudos to the fucking rock, dude. I mean, yeah, <laughs> you, you talk about, you know, head of the table or head of tables or whatever. He now has a seat at, at the head of the head of the head of the table, you know, and that's, For him and his family and and, and just from where he was 30 years ago and whatever, that's just, it's just freaking awesome, man. So really shout out to The Rock, man. Um, Having him on the board of directors, man. I mean, look, I I, I don't, I think that's freaking great, you know, just for the wrestling part of it. Um, You know, we'll see what happens, but I mean, you know, <clears throat> we've mentioned this before, but when you start talking about royal families of wrestling and shit, like their family is head and shoulders above anybody leaps and bounds. And just with as, as many people, it just is the family business, you know? Yeah. So, so for, for the rock to now <laughs> have a seat at the table of the family industry of And now which has turned into a multi, you know, billion media, you know, whatever conglomerate, Um, man, that's, that's just, that's awesome. And, and because it's, it's his family and it's so ingrained in them and they're, you know, that I got to tie it into this, you know, because I I was listening to y'all's podcast the other day and just, you know, kind of some of the pushback about, you know, the possibly the rock being in in the main event of WrestleMania, like, and a drawback being that he's, you know, 50 and maybe some ring rust and whatever, like, Mm -hmm. this is that family's business. Like, do you, I mean, there is not a chance in hell that either Roman or the rock are going to go out there and embarrass the family in any way. Like they are going to be prepared to do this match, like mm-hmm. that, it's yeah. no, no question. Like I, I can't. I, I it's it ba- it's baffling that it, it it even is a question for some people to me. Like what right. are you looking at? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that being said, man. I mean, yeah. I, I just think, um, you know, if 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 this is in kind of you know, uh, Triple H isn't on the board of directors, right? He's just no. okay. No, so he's no, not on no, the no. board of directors. But either way, like The Rock being on the board of directors and then Triple H and Khan, head of creative or however that plays out, I really think those three, if they can kind of be the leaders and the catalyst of things going forward, they're in great hands, man. Mm -hmm. You know, so. Yeah. um, Yeah, man, I I think it's all positive for, for Rock to be there, you know, having a seat at that table. That's freaking awesome, man. No doubt.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. But yes, guys, Triple H is not a part of the board of directors, nor should he. Um, No shade to Triple H. And yes, he will stay pretty much just being in control of creative, at least that that's what Mm -hmm. Endeavor has also given him. Pretty much the full control to do is to be a part is just to book the shows and be full control and creative. Of course, people like Nick Khan, people like The Rock, as well as Ariel Manuel and others will take the business side of things as the board of directors. So. But yeah, man. I mean, like like you said, big kudos to The Rock. And this is this is a big, this is huge, man. This is really huge. And honestly, it's like it, like I mentioned about a couple months ago, it's like everything kind of just ties in together, you know, in regards to like, okay, Vince McMahon, he he's he sold all of his all of his uh, shareholders, he's left the board. It's like okay, something's up, right? And now mm-hmm. now we know why. To bring in one of his buddies, The Rock, which you know you guys know, Vince and The Rock. I'm sure they're just as tight as this right so but yeah because and, and they here, still have the xfl thing
1: is vince still uh is he still part of the xfl yes there's
0: yeah. still a at least i'm not sure the exact relationship but there is a relationship with the xfl as well as the rock which again still also kind of ties in everything together that the rock also is part of in business with XFL, you got Vince McMahon in there as well, so it all kind of just ties in together mm. of the fact that it's not that shocking that The Rock is in this position. And kudos to him. Man. I mean, guys, thirty million dollars just to promote the brand. <laughs> like this dude can just go on social media, wear a TKO shirt, just clanging and banging in the gym, and this dude's gonna get paid freaking millions. Like and it's here, just it's this crazy. Is...
1: I mean, honestly, the the most, and like, I am sure down the road, you know, there'll there'll be a a movie about you know the Rock or the whole you know Samoan dynasty or whatever. But yeah, really, man, to me, that's the beautiful part of this whole thing, man. Is is going back decades and decades to anybody, all of them that have come through this industry, and 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 and, and to see where one of them is now and 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 what that means for the family at large it's just freaking beautiful man
0: really yeah, absolutely and before before we get into our our next big breaking news story you know brian i wanted uh, to get your thoughts about this and it kind of ties into kind of what the rock in his image is in regards to being on this board you know he says he wants to make wrestling bigger and better than what it is he wants to help the business right and a lot of people on social media think, like, oh, like because The Rock is in this position, like it's doom, you know, it's doomsday for Cody and WrestleMania. Now we're hearing stuff like that Cody Rhodes is not going to finish his story at WrestleMania now, like f- people from sports. He may sports not. And, and yeah, it's, it, there's a big possibility. But, but I, don't, that, I don't think
1: that's, that's because The Rock's coming back. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, more,
0: yeah. Nor do I think that the rock would ever try to abuse his power just to no, be in a certain I, yeah. position. I, I think the mm-hmm. rock has a more of a genuine long-term idea to really truly help pro wrestling. Yeah. Um, yeah. In, in regards to that, as well, like you said, just like the business and like I said, the rock and the family heritage and all that. But but Brian, I wanted to get your thoughts in, in regards to this. And this is where I get a little bit into the Cody discussion and like you know freaking uh shout out to richie mars who i was uh had the pleasure to be a part of uh his show just this past uh we've recorded it this past sunday and it just came out just yesterday um i'll also put links in the description with that and we talked about this whole cody rhodes rock discussion who should be facing roman at mania you you know what can cody rhodes do to not have that 50 50 type of reaction to get people to stay interested in finishing his story and such, but Brian, I wanted to get your thoughts about this. Right. And the more and more I think about it. And Richie told about the fact that like, you know, the rock and he's, and the rock has mentioned this many times. He wants to do something that's never been done before. Right. And a lot of that, I think, and now because that he's a part of the board and he's trying to help this business, you know, and I just think of now just the, just the booking side Mm -hmm. of things and WrestleMania in general, um, in regards to when The Rock also faced John Cena, and they made that like a yearly thing, and that could be kind of something that they could do with Roman and Rock in the near future. So, Brian, I'm going to send this off to you and question uh, because I'd love to get your thoughts about it. Would it be far fetched to not have Roman and Rock this year, but to save it for next year? And 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 just bear with me for a second. But you have Cody win. This year's WrestleMania, mm-hmm. it, but in, in, it's, in regards to The Rock getting involved. So let's say freaking Solo Sokoa, Jimmy Uso, they're all getting involved. Kind of same picture as last year, the way how Roman won in, at 39. And then boom, freaking The Rock comes out, freaking attacks, freaking the bloodline. And Cody Rhodes takes advantage of that. He wins the championship. He hoists up that championship on the grandest stage. He can take that championship. And of course, now he finishes his story, quote unquote, and then you can kind of yearly prolong Roman versus rock for WrestleMania 41 of next year. And to be honest with you, Brian, I'm honestly okay with that. Now it has to be from now till that WrestleMania 40, 41 Mm -hmm. date. you can't prolong that any further than that. But if that's the plan, because now you can also have Roman and rock without the championship because we all know that this this whole shtick doesn't even need the championship anyway so if they were to to kind of you know put the stamp on it in regards to rock getting involved costing roman the championship cody Rhodes hosting up that title and now you can kind of prolong roman versus rock to where you can really tell this story in depth in regards to maybe just a couple months so before we get into our next breaking news story brian i'd love to get your thoughts about that you know you know, would, would that be something that you would be okay with if rock and Roman wasn't this year? Um,
1: I, I guess it all, it really would hinge on how long is rock back for, you know, as far yeah. as in ring performing,
0: uh-huh.
1: um, really that's, that, that's what it is. Cause I, I mean, if it's, I don't I don't see him and yeah you could tell it you know in the part-time way that you know we do with Roman now or Brock Lesnar when he comes back but yeah um for me and and this is even going back to when Cody first came back I mean even back then, because what was it that first mania he came
0: back or was it last year where it was in L.A.
1: Which one it was? was
0: um, it was WrestleMania thirty-eight in I believe it was in um that was in L.A. in LA, Arlington. Right? No, L.A. was last year. L.A. was thirty-nine last year. Okay. when he lost to Roman, and then the year before okay. that, I believe it was in uh in Arlington in Cowboy Stadium, a and T Stadium when we uh, yeah when he was the surprised uh the surprise opponent for Seth. Uh, gotcha. When he defeated Seth Rollins, yeah. I believe that that's where they were. I'm I'm, I'm uh, apologize if uh, if that's not the correct location, but but yeah, it was WrestleMania 38. He came back, um, that big return uh, to WWE defeated Seth, and then yeah, last year was when he lost uh, to Roman in LA. It was last year?
1: So, it, it, whenever it started, whether it was one year or two two years ago, when you had both, you know, Cody was back, and of course, you know, he's telling his story. And then there's always the hints of rock coming back. If we go back to like one of our first podcasts of, of last year, like the whether it, it almost doesn't matter what Cody does or how well he does it. If, if there is a chance for rock Roman at mania, that is the match period. Like it, it just, it's, you know i'm i'm sorry to whoever's feeling gets hurt or whoever's left out but that's the match and yeah. so if we keep keep prolonging everything well next year well next year well next year you know that's I, no i'm not down for that i mean mm-hmm. so like i said if if rock is really going to be here like you like really competing to some semi regular basis for the next like 2 3 years cool Mm -hmm. but i don't really think that's that's what's gonna happen here especially yeah now that he is you know on the board of directors uh, you know he's not gonna be a a full-time or even a part-time in-ring performer you know at least Mm -hmm. i don't foresee that so i say it's now man look you know I, i don't know how you get there or what you do with cody um but Look, and all the pushback of of whether you know the rock is 50 years old or whatever this nonsense. I mean, so's Adam Copeland, so's Punk's almost 50, Cena's almost 50, um, Christian, um, many more sting Sting as
0: well as in his 60s, bro. And (laughs) And this dude is still freaking crashing through tables,
1: dude. Right. Like, I feel like people are just grasping at straws at that (laughs) point. And 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 just take the rock in general, like uh-huh. You go back to his height in the Attitude Era, and now the twenty-five years since then, like this man has done nothing but refine his diet and his training regimen mm-hmm. to to some freak level, like this yeah. guy. And you're telling me he can't go out there and put on a re- uh, an awesome wrestling match? And again, not no. even the physical part aside, just the their family and the love and the passion they have. They are not going out there and shitting the bad people. <laughs> Come on, man. Um, but no, I, I would say, I, I'd say it's got to be this year, man. I, you know, it, no rock it, that it does not need to be the title. It has nothing to do with the title, just the head of the table,
0: mm-hmm.
1: whatever. That's it. But I think it's got to be this year.
0: Yeah. I mean, either this year or next year. I mean, you can't go beyond.
1: I can't even like, say next year really for me. I year. mean, it'll still be huge and i'm damn sure still going to watch it whatever it happens yeah but, right right
0: right yeah. but yeah no it's 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 definitely it's definitely very unlikely because i know that that's been pitched a lot because just again what the rock has told us and just everything in regards to this tko deal it just makes you think in regards to like man could they could they prolong this to another year because the people only- are like hey you know roman and rock th- this is a story that deserves maybe just more than just a couple months of a story to be told as well as not having the title involved. Um, but yeah, to, that's, to your that's point. That's my as thing well, with it. That's
1: my thing with it too. Like if if he's here for a long time, because like I mentioned, this is the royal family. If if you want to yeah. tell like a real, like, okay, you're gonna tell a year-long story with these guys, mm-hmm. fucking bet. Okay. Yeah. But I just don't know if he's gonna be there for a year to tell the story. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And
0: that's and that and I've even spoken about that too. It's just like the only thing that can hinder Roman versus rock. It's like, okay, Roman is also just as more part-time than anybody else on that roster. And it would definitely be interesting to see how, how, like how much are they available to tell this story, even if it is Mm. at this year's WrestleMania. So we shall soon find out, man. Again, there's a lot more questions than they are answers, at least in regards to that whole Roman rock, as well as Cody situation. And we'll talk more about it. I'm sure, as we get closer and closer to Mania. But let's get into this next big breaking news story. Uh, this was just legit right after this whole TKO and The Rock story came up. Uh, and that is Money Night Raw um, as a whole. Money Night Raw is going to Netflix. That's right, guys. Money mm-hmm. Night Raw, the episodic television show, cable television show, over the past three decades is going to be no more, as it is now going to a legit streaming service that is Netflix as that will be started that deal will be officially will be official uh January of 2025 um, as of course Monday Night Raw has their deal with the USA network uh that deal will end as of October 24th the same month and time frame that Smackdown uh will be starting their TV rights deal uh with with the USA network as well so it's interesting and of course um the deal in regards to that it is 10 years worth $5 billion dollars um oh, of damn. course this will be streamed of course in the united states as well as internationally um there is no effect in regards to not it's not affected by tv rights deals with the usa network but eventually netflix during that time once i believe the deal is in process they will have premium live events and ever and smackdown nxt uh they will have the rights to all of that once the deal is in place so um Yeah, it's it's definitely uh, it's it's definitely, again, something that I'm not shocked about, Brian, but I'm also shocked in a way, if that makes sense, because, Mm -hmm. again, and I've said it from the jump. It's like I've said it about with with Nick, with Nick Khan. He's been wanting to get deals with the USA Network. They've been trying to get deals with Fox. And you know what they've all said? They've given him Das boot because, bro, your ratings are absolutely putrid. And we've, I've even spoken as, about Amazon Prime because that's where I thought WWE was going to go was Amazon Prime. As of course, Nick Khan has been trying to get a deal done with Amazon Prime, and I'm guessing, and I said this even on a TikTok in regards to you know Netflix was the only best available offer that Nick Khan and WWE was most likely looking for um, in in regards to that as well. This will probably be a good excuse for WWE to move raw off of Monday nights, because I'm sure you guys know when it comes to Monday nights, there's been a lot of stiff competition in regards to sporting events, holidays, and this is kind of a way to get raw off of Monday nights to possibly who knows on Tuesday a Wednesday night, you know, we'll, we'll soon find out in regards to that. And then of course you still have the SmackDown deal where is SmackDown going to end up. Um, but before I get to your thoughts, Brian, I mean, I just want to make things clear in regards to why this deal was pretty much done and I have three reasons I even said it on the Facebook page and all over social media the first reason is these net is is these network executives like they're not going to have a show to afford to have they can't a- afford to have a show a weekly show an episodic television show <clears throat> that only draws an average of 1.3 to 1.5 million viewers on average it, it's just not going to happen especially mm-hmm. consistently. Um, so that's the first reason. The second reason, like I just mentioned earlier about Nick Khan, the dude was just not getting any other offer from any other TV rights deals, not US State Network, not Fox, and I'm sure not even Amazon Prime, as I'm sure he's been really trying to itch to get Amazon Prime as well. And then, of course, the third reason, like I mentioned earlier, is to get Monday Night Raw off of or to get Raw off of Mondays because of stiff competition, how they they feel like they can get more people to tune in in regards to if it's off on a Tuesday, on a Wednesday. So those are probably the main three reasons of why this decision was made. So, but but we but we shall see, man. And honestly, the first thing I kind of came to mind, Brian, and I'll send this off to you as I said this, you know, of course, this is a great business decision, right? And this is just kind of the world we live in in regards to subscriptions mm. um, from, from, shoot, people like freaking Amazon Prime, like I've spoken about. There's people like Peacock. I mean, guys, there was an NFL game on peacock yeah. <laughs> on the nfl play there's a lot of these games major league baseball they're having amazon games on, prime on amazon Hulu? prime on is apple Hulu, tv are, are they getting anything apple tv um so yeah it's just like you're seeing this more and more and now wwe is in the same the same vicinity as of right now um and what sucks is that like and, th- and i even said this too brian it's like you know not a lot of people can afford a monthly subscription. I mean, we've seen, you know, there's a lot of people I'm sure that have stories about having to cancel subscriptions because they, they can't pay for it or they can't afford to pay for that monthly subscription. Now, maybe they might do something in regards to like, Oh, you pay for this subscription. You get like a month, month, uh, free when you first sign up for your subscription or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, but still, man, like now there's not a lot of people in this world that can barely afford cable television. And now you're telling something that you, now you have to tell those people to now pay, to watch Monday Night Raw uh, on a monthly basis, so uh, but still, it's great business. Now, I mean, like I said, there's other organizations, other you know brands like Major League Baseball, NFL, and as well as basketball that are all doing the same thing. So it's 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 interesting, man. That's just Raw as Netflix, <laughs> you know. So and that's that's it, man. I got some more statements in regards to it, but Brian, I'll send this off to you, man. Your thoughts, man. Raw heading to Netflix. Your thoughts. Talk to me.
1: Well, my my first initial thought was with Netflix. There's no um, like it, it's nothing's live, right? On Netflix right now, it's, it's, there's no like live option. So like, how is everything just going to be taped? And you know what I mean? Like, how is it going to be? Yeah, consumed. I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, how, mm-hmm. you know that that's my my first first question. Um, because I mean, if it's if it's not an option where you can watch it live. Um, that's going to really take something away from it, you know, for me and my, that's just my personal opinion. Um, but then the second thought was, and I got to give a, give a shout out to, uh, our man, Shane, um, who joined us on the round table last week where, you know, now they, they'd be, they wouldn't be bound by restrictions of, you know, your, your network television. So, I mean,
0: promos and vignettes and shit could be really, really good. You you can get away with a lot of stuff that you can now put on, put on your, your product to where you couldn't necessarily get away with that when it comes to being, you know, in a, a TV agreement with, with the USA network. And yeah, I even mentioned that as well. And yeah, shout out to Shane. Cause he mentioned that as well. So yeah. in in regards to like pros and cons, that's definitely a, a pro in regards to this whole situations where you can kind of really develop more of an edgier product in regards to like more of a cookie cutter situation that you couldn't do on cable television with the USA network. But yeah, Brian continue. Yeah. And just, I mean, as far as them
1: going to Netflix, I mean, look, I'm not really the guy to talk to about, like, you know, TV deals and this network and that network. But, I mean, it seems that, like, everything is going to some subscription service um, in place of your your basic or your regular cable. And that's been going on for a while now. I I mean, I, I don't know, just in the U.S., like, how many... How many subscriptions or Netflix, you know, would you estimate there are right now, you know, just within the U.S. So, oh, man, I mean, just the the option, <laughs> you know, I know they only get like a, a one point five live on a Monday night or whatever. But if it's if it's available out there just, you know, on Netflix and like I said, I'm, that's where I don't know if the live aspect comes into it. But I mean, there's a shit ton of people that already have this the subscription whether they choose to watch WWE on it or not, you know, we'll see. But mm-hmm. it, I, like, I I don't think it's gonna be um, like there's not gonna be this huge surge in like people signing up for Netflix because WWEs going there. That people already have Netflix, you know, or, yeah, a, a mm-hmm. shit ton of them. So yeah, I, I think that's a good mu good move just for future. I mean, everything seems to be going that way. So. It is what it is, man. <laughs> I don't fully understand it, but that's where we're going.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, and there's still a lot of also concerns, but there's also a lot of pros as of right now. And I'm sure once this deal gets going in the or by next year, I should say, uh, I'm sure a lot more of those questions will be answered in regards to like you know, will it be live? Can you watch it live? This and this and that. Right. Um, in regards to that, um, as well, I'm sure you can also watch these shows. I'm guessing you know when it's when the shows are finished you can like search it up and you can sure. watch it you know on a different day or whatever um but to end this man you know it, and it's going to be interesting with the USA network because you know their deal with Monday night raw ends of course like i mentioned october of 2024 and that's around the time that smackdown is going to be going to the USA network Mm -hmm. And again, this deal doesn't get started with Netflix until January 2025. So you would think, you know, and and USA Network for the longest time has had a pretty good relationship with WWE. I'm sure that there's going to be some type of an extension agreement uh, with those with with both USA Network and WWE just to at least for for them to get to that January 25th, 2025 date. Yeah, Um, this was that two two and a half
1: months. Yeah, they'll they'll work something out. Yeah, I'm
0: sure they'll work something out in guard in regards to like a few like a two to maybe three month extension in regards to that. But yeah, it'll also be interesting in regards to like SmackDown. Does SmackDown go over to Monday nights? Do they stay on Friday? So that's that's also another question. Uh, in in regards to that as well i know uh, like i said in premium live events will are still on peacock as of right now but by the time the deal is in place and it's and it's in gear um, all those premium live events will be on netflix as well so yeah man you know and i imagine
1: that would still be the same deal as peacock right where if if you if you have an account with peacock you don't then have to pay for the premium live event on top of that. you already have the subscription.
0: Pretty much. Yeah, Yeah, pretty much. That's pretty much set in stone. Pretty much the same thing in regards to it. But yeah, man, you know, in business, man, there's always more money to be made. And (laughs) this is just another, another big prime example of it, man. It's just interesting. And I'm sure a lot of us who have just gotten used to raw, just being on weekly cable television. And now, by the time by this time next year you know now we got to get used to this whole new dynamic um, How, I mean, what, it's, it.
1: it's the longest episodic television show you know in in
0: history yeah
1: um, what, what is it 30 years 30 yeah 30 plus years
0: yeah 30 plus years so and now it's 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 gonna be or no more, dude. Is Simpsons longer? I don't know. No, it's no, Monday Night. I think Monday Night Raw is the longest. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I think the the Simpsons are in that list, but no, I think yeah. I think Monday Night Raw is is at the top as of right now in regards yep. to the weekly thirty plus Episcotic years television, man. thirty plus years, man. Um, as I know, I think uh, WWE or somebody posted that whole thirty year anniversary show that they that they, they did uh, just last year. This with, you know, the last had, year, uh, right, right. With with Undertaker and Bray and he'll, and that whole LA Night spiel and everything, yep. um, and that whole big anniversary show. So, but yeah, thirty plus years, man, and now all of that has changed in mm-hmm. the snap of a finger. This is huge, man. Regardless if we yeah. like it or not, man, this this is huge and this is big business type of stuff. And, and this is uh, this is big for not just I'm sure the fans, not and but for the company as well as the streaming services and just everybody involved. So. But yeah, man, just again, it's just the world that we live in. You know, like I said, we're seeing a lot with sporting, you know, with a lot of other sports with with Mm -hmm. baseball, football, basketball, and now WWE and pro wrestling is now falling into that same that same category. So but we'll see. But let's get into Monday Night Raw, Monday Night Raw itself from this past Monday. Um, Of course, you know, like I said earlier, this is Rumble Week. This is the go home show, the big go home show um, until the Royal Rumble. Um, But I first want to talk about, man, uh, Drew McIntyre and Damian Priest. That's the first thing I want to discuss in regard to this man. So they were in the main event um, of Monday Night Raw. Why? I don't know. Uh, R-Truth was involved, you know, again, and I love R-Truth, man. R-Truth is just doing everything in his power to make everything about what that main event was worked. Um, And I've spoken about it before. It's just like Drew McIntyre... He's supposed to be this heel, and now you have Damian Priest again—a guy who's holding on to a briefcase that has no right or has no business in cashing in on anybody right now. Um, and it's just—it's just a weird situation that Drew McIntyre and Damian Priest are in. Now we know, of course, with Damian—or uh, excuse me—with uh, Drew McIntyre, his contract is going to be ending uh, coming up at, after WrestleMania. We've spoken about that, so I'm not sure if this plays a part of that in regards to where Drew McIntyre is with his booking. Um, so yeah, but freaking R-Truth was trying to go out there, make something out of nothing. He's screaming at Damien Priest. What's the password to your briefcase so I can give you your cut. <laughs> it's like, it's funny, man. And I will say, yeah. and even Damien Priest early on in the night uh, was in a really funny uh, segment backstage. It was like, was, was with Rhea Ripley um, as of course, uh, DIY is going to be in a tag title match against Balor and Priest for the tag titles and freaking Rhea Ripley's and Damian Priest. Like, listen, man, I like I, I got this tag title situation, I got this briefcase that I'm trying to cash in, I got our truth breathing down my neck, and here you are, real, like making all these matches. You know what, you, you know what, you need to do? Stop going into Pierce's office. <laughs> so, like, it was just it, the realism and the realism of his voice. It was mm-hmm. just, it was good, and I like Damian, man. You guys know that. I really like Damian. The problem is, is with with Damian Priest, is that he's holding onto a briefcase that's just it's hurting him more than it's helping him. Because again, he has no business in cashing in on anybody right now. And then with <clears> Drew, man, I, I don't, I don't know. Could he still be in this world title picture? Whether that's with freaking, I don't know. Whether it is with Seth or whoever, I don't, I don't know. So Drew's Drew's situation right now is just weird, man, in regards to just his identity, right? Like he played a lot, a lot of times in this match as the face in this match. And it's just mm-hmm. like it's just a weird pairing. And I just don't like it, man. Especially with R Truth. And I'll end it with this. I really like R Truth. He's comedy gold. You guys know that. But guys, are we really gonna end Money Night Raw with that? with a comedy shtick with R-Truth and Priest. and Like, guys, come on, man. And I even said it to Cody, and we're going to get to it later. Cody and Punk should have ended the night off. That freaking face-off that they had in hour number three. Yeah. That should have been the, the way to... And again, I get it. It's face versus face, though, James. So why are you complaining about heel versus heel? But guys, it's it relates to the rumble, right? You have two guys that are most likely going to be the final participants in that rumble when it's all said and done. Cody... And Punk are probably going to well, be the. They're final two of the final
1: four. Two of the final four. Yeah, that's
0: what I mean. Like two of the final participants, final four, final three, whatever you want to call it. That it's going to be a part of it. So it makes you feel like, man, I'm excited for this Rumble. I want to see this interaction when they're in the ring, both Punk as well as Cody, and with Drew and Priest. It's just like again, it's just a weird, odd pairing. And and again, it's the comedy's fine. I just would not end the show with with that. I'm sorry. As much as I like R-Truth, in no way, shape, or form should that be ending the show. And I'm just going to put it at that. So, Brian, your thoughts, man, on Priest, Drew McIntyre, this match, as well as R-Truth and everything else as a whole, man. The floor is yours.
1: Yeah, I've been liking, you know, the R-Truth, you know, insertion here to the Judgment Day. (laughs) But, uh, I mean, uh, maybe I was wrong or, or, you know, we'll see. But, like, I and we've spoken about it here before too you know ria's getting the cheers now you know damien and and our truth you know he damien's kind of softening up and kind of you know being lenient with with our truth and playing into that mm-hmm. so you know i kind of thought they were good you know this was just kind of prolonging you know setting them up to turn them face but i mean i i guess b- by the the way it ended you know you would have to say damien kind of doubled down on being a heel you know since he he you know kicked uh you know through our truth out of the ring so mm-hmm. i i don't know how that proceeds i mean i can our truth still the same kind of character where like even though even though damien like kicked his yeah. ass and threw him out of the ring he could still like just doesn't get it you know
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> no it's uh, good it's really good yeah it's, it's a um, good layer it's at least it's a positive it's a positive but there's just so much just just i don't know just uncertainty in regards to like like where like where is this going like yeah like yeah, could the yeah, judgment day right. maybe turn face i mean i i guess man but like i don't know damien priest has a baby face man like that's just i mean if he's not if, if he's if he doesn't really truly have a full connection with an audience then how are you gonna then Make people care and cheer for him as a face, right? Mm-hmm. Rhea Ripley's already doing that, and that's great for her. Our truth, like again, he's comedy gold, people love him. But with Damien Priest, man, it's just, it's weird. It, it's a weird relate, it's a weird concept with, with Damien Priest. And again, I just believe it's just the fact that Priest just has this briefcase. And And again, I don't know if this is going to lead it to like a failed cash in or whatever it is, man, but it's just. I don't know. It's just it's it's very. I mean, odd I would kind of say
1: it. almost it it because ha- so you have it uh, for a year up until the next Money in the Bank,
0: right? Which is when is that? I believe it'll be what July, uh, sometime and maybe in the summer. July. I want to say probably right before SummerSlam, so maybe like June, July in that middle of the summer. Yeah. Probably. I mean,
1: if we're talking about you know the title picture having like Punk and Rhodes and Rollins and Reigns, Orton, maybe Styles, like. Yeah, he's not cashing in and winning, it beating any of no, those guys. Nobody. Right. So I don't know, and, man.
0: And that's uh, what I'm Brian, And I said it from the jump. I, I said it from that money in the bank review. I said, why? And again, as much as we like Damian Priest, and yes. There's something there because I don't want to get that. Like, I don't want to blur the lines in regards to that. I'm not saying that Damian Priest is not a good talent. He's a very good talent. No, uh, he's like going to be a star. I, I enjoyed yeah, I, I that interaction with, with him and, and Rhea Ripley backstage. Like, there's something there. Like, he has it. It's just not there yet. And it's mm-hmm. like they're trying to give him this briefcase to and hope and pray that he's going to get over. But that's the thing. Like, you can't give somebody this Money in the Bank briefcase and hope and pray that that's going to get people to care. It's just not, but you know, right. who already was over freaking LA Knights that I freaking yeah. mentioned in that review. So, and that's, and I that, almost that's kind of feel thing. like
1: sometimes with, with WWE and the money in the bank specifically yeah, is like, they, like, I, I feel like you should have a plan for the, whoever it is you choose that, that you think is going to win the money in the bank. Yeah. You should have like a six to eight month plan, you know, after that, and maybe they do, mm-hmm. But it seems like more times than not, it's just like, okay, they got the
0: money in the bank. Now,
1: yeah. how do we tell the story? <laughs> like, yeah. like, that, oh, now we got to think of it. Yeah. And, and that's, yeah. that's
0: honestly how I feel about, uh, about WWE booking, man, or just creative. It's just like, there's no, I truly feel like there's no long-term jevity with booking anymore. Everything is kind of like just snap of the finger. All right, let's give Damien the briefcase. Let's prolong it for a few months and then we'll just go from there. Uh, We'll see if there's anything for him in in a couple of months. Let's just have him maybe do a couple failed cash ins like, oh, somebody else rushed in the ring and let's just keep him in that bubble. Like, cause that's what Damian Priest is in right now. He's just, at least in regards to like the title picture and winning a a, a cashing in this briefcase, he's just in this bubble. Um, Mm. As well as of course, with the tag titles and everything else, which is a different story, but yeah, it's just it's just interesting. And again, there's Drew McIntyre, too, to where, okay, it was cool. Like, I guess to a degree, you wanted to prolong the turn. You did the turn. And now, like, he costs another heel a chance to cash in the briefcase. So I, I don't know. And I like Drew. I actually do like Drew McIntyre. He's just one of those heels that is very just straightforward. He just tells you like it is. Mm-hmm. But, but when you put him in with another heel... And you still have him do those baby face tendencies in a matchup, which he did in this match. It's just, it's like, who who are you? You know, right. like, are you really a diabolical heel? Are you not? And that's what I just don't get about Triple H and always throwing in a face against another face, a heel against a heel, because somebody's gonna out the other one, and someone's gonna just be more of the face and the star. Than the other face, and we'll get to that whole spiel with Cody and and, uh Punk later on. But so, yeah, it's just there is again, there is some good with our truth because again, it's I've spoken about it how weird it is, but it works to a degree. Like Judgment Day and our truth, it's such a weird pairing, but it works. Um, but at least for Priest and the Judgment Day, it's just I don't know, you still got Rhea that's being cheered. And everything, it's just, I don't know, it's just a very odd situation. Again, you have you end the night with that, which is so odd to me. Yeah, like that's a match, like the match should have never been a thing, Brian, to be quite honest with you. But if you're gonna do that matchup, like especially if our truth's involved, like again, I like our truth, guys, great. That should have not whatsoever ended Monday Night Raw freaking this past Monday, not at all. Um, but but who knows, man? I mean, we'll see in regards to Priest um and we let's you know if this leads into a failed cash in with Drew McIntyre where does he go maybe they set something up with him and Sami Zayn still when Sami Zayn comes back who knows maybe Zayn could come back for the rumble um you know we talked about it on the round table there's a lot of projected returns you know coming mm-hmm. up for this rumble Sami Zayn could be one of them and that could set something up for Zayn and Drew so we'll see man we we shall soon find out but let's get into this uh our next topic here um, and then regards with Seth Rollins, uh, Seth Rollins, who started the night off, um, of course, addressing the fans in regards to his MCL, torn MCL, as well as his partially torn meniscus, um, you know, addressing the crowd. He's like, listen, you know, um, you know, there's a good chance I could miss WrestleMania, but, you know, doctors and I were going to take it day by day, this and this and that Gunther comes out, Gunther comes out. With his IC title, they have a face to face interaction. And Gunther's like, You know, I'm ashamed that you, there's a chance you might miss WrestleMania or whatever. And then Seth Rollins is like, Well, you didn't let me finish, Gunther. You know, I don't give a damn what a doctor tells me. Nothing's going to stop me from carrying this title into WrestleMania. And then Gunther's like, Listen, I'm going to win the Royal Rumble and I'm challenging you. I'm going to target your knee. I'm going to target your back. I'm going to batter and bruise you. And then they shake hands, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Brian, again. Oh uh, my g- listen, it was a fine interaction. I was fine with it, but it's just like again, this handshaking thing. You just threaten this dude that I'm gonna break your back, I'm gonna break your I'm gonna freaking tear your knee apart. But here, let's have let's let's shake hands. You want to grab coffee in the back? What do you like? What, what do you like? Black? You want it uh with some cream and sugar? What, what do you like, bro? You know, freaking yeah, can't wait to fuck you over at WrestleMania, by the way. That's gonna be great. What the fuck are we doing? it's just it's so freaking odd to me it's i don't know that whole the whole handshaking thing was just it threw me off it's just i I don't freaking get it but but yeah man and and here's what i'll say about rollins because that that's a that's a whole different spiel the segment the segment was fine it was just the handshaking was just fucking weird anyway and brian i'd love to get your thoughts about this right you know rollins and i truly believe this seth rollins Will wrestle. Will have a match at WrestleMania this year. I, I, one hundred. Whether it's with Punk or whoever, with Gunther maybe, because now that's a discussion. Now, um, I he's going to take this time off. He's going to rehab, and I truly feel like he's going to wrestle at Mania, and then he's going to have a more extended time off after WrestleMania. Um, that's that's how I truly feel in regard to this. I truly feel that Seth is going to do everything he can. To have this to go into WrestleMania as champion and have this match, whether it's with Punk or whoever, but you know what? I, and and it, it came to mind, man. Like if that is the case, right? Because that is if, if that's the case to have Rollins be at WrestleMania, you know. And and I've said and, and I've said this before. It's just like and Stone Cold is a great example of this and what I'm about to say. You know, Brian, and I'm sh- and you know this more than I do. It's like that whole spiel with the uh, with Stone Cold and the beer truck the limousine mm-hmm. stuff. Correct me if I'm wrong, that was all during a time to where Stone Cold was injured, correct? Or had some type of an injury at that time? Um, I want to say
1: some of it would have been I'd have to go back. Some of
0: it would have been and others not. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but okay. So what what I'm saying is is that, you know, I don't want them to just rest on the fact that okay, Seth is Seth Rollins is hurt, let's keep him off TV. And then boom! Once WrestleMania uh, gets here, we'll have the match. And then boom! Right? I would love Brian if they can find a way to still have Seth Rollins a part of the show, and and without wrestling, of course. Like he doesn't even need to wrestle. Just put him in really cool segments, right? That can maybe prolong him and Punk or him and Gunther or whoever it is, mm-hmm. right? Like you know, it's stuff that's because again, it's like. I I use this type of terminology, right? It's like when it comes to like pitchers in baseball, right? It's like pitchers as they get older, you know, that hard 95 plus mile an hour fastball just starts to, it's not the same anymore. You start to lose velocity as you get older and it just happens, right? But then as you get older, you start to be a little bit wiser. It's like, okay, I can't throw this fastball the way I used to, but let me try to add other layers to, to pinpoint my way to, you know, be the best pitcher I can be. And with Seth, even though, yes, he's dealing with this injury and the main what what sticks out to him is, of course, mainly the wrestling, right? You know, of course, being the workhorse and the wrestling. But now you can add another layer to remind people like Seth, not only is he a workhorse, not only is he a great wrestler, but this dude is a really, really good character. Put mm. him in good segments backstage. Just something that could still get people interested to watch Seth Rollins wrestle at Mania, because again, he's not going to wrestle. But you don't have to rely on him not wrestling and just say, oh, well, he can't wrestle. Eh, let's just take him off TV. No, man. If, if he's still your world champion, keep him on television. Have him in segments backstage, in the parking lot, something. Just get creative. I, I really hope that that's the case in regards to that, Brian, because I don't want to just have him off TV, kind of be not maybe forget, forgotten about, but just kind of like the intrigue of maybe Punk and whether it's Gunther, whoever it is. Kind of dies down a little bit because he's just Not on the show because he's injured So I Mm -hmm. hope if he can of course Have him on the show and do some Really cool segments and storytelling With him and that's It man that's what I hope that they can do Um, Again whether it's Gunther And Punk and we're going to get to Punk Later on but that's just an idea that I just had In regards to that but Brian I'd love to get your thoughts About that uh, your thoughts about Seth uh, The update on his injury the Segment with Gunther and uh, everything else Man the floor is yours
1: yeah, I mean, I, I guess judge judging by the promo. I would say he's, I, I would bet on him being there at WrestleMania as of right now. Um, but you know, we'll see. Uh, of of course, he's gonna come out and say that. But yeah, you know, um, the interaction with Gunther. I, I mean, I like I didn't have a problem with it.
0: No, but I didn't now either. we're
1: just at the point where, like, okay, we get it. Like everybody's coming after Rollins, right? Like you know, um. So, and to your point about, like, you know, have, I'm almost to the point where, like, I don't, I wouldn't mind Ryland's being off TV just because the, like, I know there's a, I'd have to think about it. and There's, there's other ways you could do it, but, like, in the examples yeah. you were giving with, like, Stone Cold, like, he wasn't the champion then, so he was still, you know, he was going after McMahon or going after The Rock. So to have yeah. him come out there and, like, Hit a stunner or do like the beer truck thing and then and then you know head to the locker room, that's great. But if, if Rollins being the champion and everybody coming after him, there's not really much he can do in in uh, as far as like cause why would he be out there antagonizing anybody or whatever? Like he's trying to heal up and everybody keep away from me. And then to the point about, like, his... You know, you and I have talked about it. Like, what is his character other than his song? And he's a good wrestler, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I, I'm I'm more of the mindset, like, at least until after the Rumble, which is, you know, if you want him to have come out there, you know, next Monday after, obviously, the winner of the Rumble is... We know who that is. You know, sure, have him do something there. But other than that, I mean... Cause every time he's going to go out there, it's just going to be a three to five minute sing along and his laugh and, and then he can't even wrestle or can't, you know, can't do anything other than that. So yeah. Yeah. Hmm, I don't know. I, I I'm okay with him being on or off TV. Um, yeah. Like I said, I, I, I at this point I'm just, it's just really going to be interesting to see who wins the Rumble because there's there's really, you know, f- at least five guys you could make a decent case for, you know, where most of the time it's not. It's maybe one or two guys. Um, so, yeah, I, I say, you know, there's no reason. Well, he's not going to be at SmackDown anyway. You got yeah. the Rumble. He's not going to be there. Mm-hmm. He doesn't even really need to be at the Raw after Rumble. I'm okay if he's not there you know, and it just be the night for whoever does win the rumble, you know, that's their night. Yeah. You know. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm cool either way, but I'm, I bet on him being there at mania.
0: Yeah. And same, and same here as well. I, I definitely bet on it as well, but yeah, it's just, it's just an idea. And just a thought in regards to just like keeping people invested in regards to, because again, if Seth Rollins is going to fight at mania, you want him to still be involved in some type of segment and, and, yeah, it makes sense because he's the champion. So it wouldn't make sense for him to be there anyway because you already got people coming after him. Um, so I don't know. And, and like you said, and, yeah, they could <laughs> – if they were to have him on the show, they could just have him just go out there, people singing his song, his arms are out and everything, right? Yeah. But, man, I, but if they could truly get creative, man, like – No, I wish really they good-
1: would to to actually – make a character out of him. yeah depth to the shit absolutely
0: that that's what i mean man like add some depth into in regards to like what he's doing with punk or what he's doing with gunther let's say if gunther wins the rumble and like do some stuff to where like again of course and it depends on you know like what doctors say and whether what he can do and what he can't do but just but but just get creative to where Mm -hmm. it doesn't it doesn't you know what's the word I'm looking for it doesn't jeopardize the match at Wrestlemania than it already kind of is at this point but because yeah I agree with you like I believe he definitely is going to wrestle uh or he's going to have a said match at Wrestlemania um but we'll see man in regards to it it's you know I just I just still want there to be some type of intrigue in the Mm -hmm. match and just instead of like all right He's off of TV. It's been what, about a month or two. Okay, now Seth Rollins is back. All right, let's have this matchup, everybody. Like in six days, right? Six days before yeah. the before WrestleMania. Eh, like, are we really? You know, what I'm you know what I mean. Yeah, so, no, I hear you. It's 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 an interesting situation in regards to him. Of course, it's just it's unfortunate with this injury and just how I'm sure WWE is going to have to call a lot of audibles and stuff in regards mm-hmm. to. I mean, who knows with the Rumble elimination chamber that definitely changes a lot of things you know it's good news to the fact where there is hope and a possibility that Rollins is going to have a match at Mania and like I said Brian I'm with you I I definitely believe that Rollins is going to find a way that he will have this said match up at Wrestlemania and walk in to Wrestlemania as your champion so Mm -hmm. um, and yeah the whole thing with Gunther and it's going to be interesting with this IC title situation. So it's like, okay, he's going to win the rumble and he's going to challenge Seth still holding on to this IC championship. So that's another big question there. Uh, But again, we also just, we, we expect it to just be CM Punk that wins the rumble and he challenges Seth and he calls out Seth while he's home, licking his wounds when he comes back from his injury or whatever. Um, So who knows, man, we, we, we shall soon find out in regards to, in regards to that, but much love to Seth. Thankfully, um you know just continue to have thoughts and prayers for him that you know rehab mm-hmm. rehabilitation everything goes well and that he does have that big matchup at mania because he does deserve it he has worked his freaking tail off this Absolutely. entire calendar year uh yep. to, to have that to have that moment at wrestlemania so we shall soon find out man we shall see and we'll keep you guys posted in regards to his injury and seeing how things prolong going into the rumble as well as after the rumble. So uh, before we get into our final topic, man, I do want to say this in regard to the ladies and I'll try to make this short as uh Nia Jax and Becky Lynch were at a face to face segment and Bailey and damage control were on Monday night raw. Now mm-hmm. they were now my first freaking thought was like, why are these ladies on raw? Because they're freaking SmackDown competitors and they were invited by Adam Pierce to be on the show and I get it to a degree it's Royal rumble. So this is what I'm thinking, right, Brian? It's like, okay, Bailey and damage control are on raw. Like if you're going to have them on this show, which I'm cool with like brand split, like whatever, that's just a different discussion. But if you're going to have them on this show, you got to have something like really creative for Bailey and damage control. to really get people talking about Bailey and damage control and, prolonging that story as well as mm-hmm. getting people intrigued with the rumble guys all they had bailey do was interrupt this face to face segment and get squashed by nia Jax. and that was it now now kudos to nia jack she looked like a beast and that's great and then becky lynch like she gets tossed over the top rope it's like oh like this is what could happen at the royal <laughs> rumble it's right. that easy to toss becky lynch over the top rope and then, like Becky Lynch, she's supposed to be the mon she's supposed to be the, the superhero baby face, and then like she just walks away. So Bailey gets squashed, Becky just runs away from Naya, and that's and that's it. Now, again, great for Naya Jax because you want to continue to build her up. But what about Becky Lynch? She looks like a little fucking bitch just running away. And then Bailey, she makes this big this this big appearance on Raw, and all she did was get squashed by Naya. Mm-hmm. So I just, I it's weird. Now is Nia going to win. I don't know, man. It's I, don't spent, I, I think at, at this point, Brian, I think anything is honestly on the table in, in regards to it. you know, you know, maybe in regards to, and I don't know, this kind of came to mind and Brian, let me know what you think. I'll send this off to you. And I'll say more about this whole spiel. Mm-hmm. Like, could there be a chance because the fact that Rhea, um, you know, Rhea of course has been cheered as of late and. Elimination chamber is going to be at in Australia. Yep. Because Nia Jax is the heel, and you don't want to blur the lines with her and Nia Jax because they're both playing the heels, would it be far-fetched to have that Nia-Rhea-Ripley match at Elimination Chamber? No. Who knows? No, not at all. Not and at all. As, and then you would have the Becky versus Rhea-Ripley matchup at Mania. Or hopefully, freaking fingers crossed, they don't put it into a freaking triple threat. But who freaking knows, man? But that's just the case because, again, you don't want to – you, you want to have – because, like, going into Australia, it's like, okay, she's from there, so her getting cheered She's going like, to be the
1: face there regardless.
0: Yeah, she's going to be the face there regardless. So why yep. not put her up against Nia Jax that's already the heel? So, And I get it. It may be the bare minimum to maybe some – to a some degree, but I, I'd rather them do that to where it's more far-fetched to say, like, oh – It's in Australia. Rhea Ripley's from Australia. She's going to get cheered rather than having her face Nia Jax at WrestleMania to where it's in Philly. And now you're still, you know, you're blurring the lines because it's in Philly and she gets cheered. She's, she's playing the heel. You've got Nia's playing the heel. So I don't know. Um, I still think honestly, Brian, it's going to come down to, and and we spoke about it on the round table, probably Becky Lynch as well as Bailey. And I think Nia Jax is honestly in that conversation. Those three will honestly be a part of the final four in that. Yeah, probably. probably. Yep. Um, But we'll see, man. But Brian, your thoughts, man, just real quickly, before we get into our final topic, your thoughts on the ladies in that segment uh, with Nia Jax, uh, Becky Lynch and Bailey. Um, Yeah. I mean, that definitely makes sense for elimination
1: chamber, um, you know, a a match with her and Jax. Um, and, And I'd be okay with that. I, I, ultimately whether whether it be bailey or or jacks or any i I don't know somebody else like i I just and it's my personal opinion call me a hater whatever i just don't think it's i don't the the wrestlemania match becky against rhea that doesn't really appeal to me at all really it it just doesn't um I, i i think there are a handful of women um Again, we we talk about or or use the word deserved or earned or whatever. Yeah. Any of them have. I just feel it's there's somebody else needs to be, can be, has the talent to be, has proven themselves to be worthy of that spot. Yeah. Um, And and that's just where I'm at with it. Not that I think, I mean, yeah, it's still going to be a good match. I'm, I'm, I'm not shitting on Becky. She's a great wrestler. Right. But it's just like I said in the roundtable, man. I, I'm just I'm I'm done with the Becky and Charlotte always. You know, maybe we'll sprinkle Bianca or Asuka every once in a while.
0: Uh, you know, and that's a, yeah. and that's a question too about Bianca. Like, where does where does Bianca go in yeah. regards to all yeah. of this too? Like, Bianca's up in the air in regards to like she can get inserted into this whole business as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and I even spoken about too, Brian, and I understand people. You know you can take it with a grain of salt of how people feel about her, how you think about her as a talent, but Liv Morgan, man. I mean, live Morgan against Rhea Ripley. There's a storyline there. You could say that she well deserves or has earned that type of spotlight with the storyline that you have with Rhea Ripley. So, and then, but yeah, I mean, but, but I hear what you're coming from in, in regards to Becky, like especially winning the rumble. And I even said it too. Yeah, like she doesn't yeah. need that accolade, to get to rhea rip right and that's what i'm
1: saying like if if it's just that and that she wins and just to get it yeah it's it's somebody else should be winning the rumble that's just yeah it's like
0: unless it's like brock lesnar winning the rumble or anybody like it's like those guys don't need the rumble to get to that title match man like it's just it's not it's just it's not needed it's just not needed at all with bailey you know again i'm 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 honestly Personally, and again, I don't like to I don't like to to talk like this, but per- me personally, I would love to see Bailey win it. Um, I don't think she's gonna me win too. it. I me think too. it's gonna be in regards to like damage control is gonna eliminate her, maybe vice versa. And that kind of sets up the split and that sets up EO Sky and Bailey. Maybe that's where they kind of insert Bianca in that situation, maybe because you know, when it comes to heels and faces now, we just love to play the tweener shtick. Does Bailey just play the tweener shtick? Does EO Sky play the tweener shtick? And that's where you add Bianca Belair to kind of blur the lines. I don't know. Um, It's just, it's going to be interesting, man. It's going to be interesting as well. Of course, you got the whole Jade Cargill. There's already been speculation about Jade Cargill. Of course, Naomi, as well as Sasha Banks, Mercedes Monet. So a lot of big surprises Mm -hmm, that are mm -hmm. um, rumored uh, to happen, but we shall see, man. Um, Of course, I guess that's what makes the Royal Rumble so special. You know, the unpredictability a little bit. Uh, I know uh, who is going to win, who's not, who's going to return, who's not. So we shall soon find out, man. So just thought we'd speak a little bit about that. But let's get into this final topic of today's show. And that was the big face-to-face, the one that's taken headlines from the show. (laughs) And that was Cody Rhodes and Punk, the big face-to-face in our number three. Uh, Dude, awesome. And we talked about it, freaking Brian, just before we got on here really truly solid tremendous face-to-face segment yeah. and again uh, and then i don't know why and again i'm going to keep saying it i don't know why this didn't end the show I, I just don't get it but whatever it is what it is but um so punk comes out first cody Rhodes comes out and cody Rhodes does this shtick he's like so what do you want to talk about punk or cm punk what do you want to talk about he's like i want to talk about your dad and I'm like, uh-oh, like where's Christian Cage at? Anyway, <laughs> right? <laughs> but anyway, all seriousness, all seriousness. So he's like, listen, you know, he talks about his relationship with Cody and how he's like, hey, you know, Dusty called me. He wanted to do me a favor. He's like, look out for my boy Cody when he was in OVW at the time. The American Dream asked you to do a favor. You can't say no. Um. So they talk about Dusty and that whole spiel and and everything. You know, they talk about in regards to like, man, you know, look look at us, man. It's like we're too... Kind of polar opposites, you with the nice suit, me, I'm looking like I just came out of the gym with the sweats and everything. Um, he's like, Man, it's like he and then he lays down the the pipe bomb, if you want to call it. Like that looks, it seems like I'm more of the American dream than you are. And then that's when, like, oh, snap. And then that's when Cody was like, All right, like we're we're this is what we're gonna do. He's like, All right, he's like, Listen, I want to talk about the pipe bomb, right? He's like, Listen, like, you know, you you set up on that stage, you said everything you needed to say, and then you left you left for for a while you left and you 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 know passed the torch you didn't pass any torch you just left it at the doorstep but guess who picked up that torch i did and i did everything that you said in that promo so i guess that makes me more cm punk than you and that's where and that's where that punk up. is like taking off the freaking sweatshirt and he's like man it just got a little hot in here or whatever and then like you know bo- and and of course that's both baby faces and this is where i kind of liked it honestly they got face to face. Freaking Punk went to leave. He's like, "Before we do anything that we regret or whatever, you know." He Punk goes on to leave. They he kind of bumps into him a little bit. They get face to face, like legit nose to nose, guys. I'm not joking. Like face to face. I'm sure people have seen it on on social media by now. But they get really good face, like face to face or whatever. Um, and then they start to back away. Like sorry, like, Let, let's let's settle this. You know, we're we're gonna I'm gonna we're gonna see each other in the Rumble. Let's settle it then. Let's let's walk away before we do something that we regret. And they both kind of just walk on the opposite ends of the ring. And that was and that was the segment. Cody Rhodes walks up the ramp and then uh, Punk uh, leaves the ring on the opposite side. And that's your segment, man. Hey, really freaking well done, man. If there's if there's a segment that can get me excited for the rumble, that was freaking it. So I'll explain a little bit more in regards to it. But, Brian, I'd love to get your thoughts, man. Uh, This Punk and Cody Rhodes' promo um, in hour number three of Raw. The floor is yours, man. Take it away.
1: I agree, man. It was fantastic. Great promo by both of them. Um, Yeah, that should have ended the show for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, I mean, ultimately, I I think this is kind of – I mean, we'll, we'll get a, a CM Punk Cody Rhodes feud at some point, but I think for right now, it's it's kind of just putting that seed, planting that seed out there that like, hey, if if Rollins can't go, this is you're getting Cody and Punk, which is uh, that's that's going to be good too. Um, arguably, I, I just even again with the story that you could tell, um, and tying Dusty into it, um. I, it, it's maybe a little too late to start it now to, to get to mania, but I yeah. think there's a better story there between them two than Rollins and punk. Um, but yeah, I think that's kind of what it is. Is just that, you know, we're all expecting it. it it's, it's set up for punk and Rollins, but if Rollins can't go because of the injury, we're probably getting Cody and punk. Cause you're going to get rock and Roman. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right. Um, yeah, let me, I want to speak a little bit about that. Cause I've been seeing that a lot in regards to, Oh, there's Cody Rhodes and punk could possibly happen. Here's the thing. And by the way, let me say this before I before I make the statement. I've heard like a lot of stuff like, "Oh, like I, I was expecting more." Like I wanted them to talk about AEW. Guys, why the fuck would they want to talk about freaking uh, stuff in AEW? No. Like guys, it has th- Bro, they're talking about WrestleMania main events. They're talking about the Rumble. <laughs> why the fuck would they talk about a freaking dynamite or what, a rampage Jack Perry part?
1: and real glass nothing, versus th- thing, situation no. has
0: nothing to do with it. <laughs> right? Come on guys. Like WWE, like why would WWE need to even mention anything in the vicinity about those freaking people? They like, don't, get, they stop, don't Stop, man. Just, it's like enough, man. It's like freaking wrestling world in these fans. Anyway, just, just had to mention that. But here's the thing, Brian, and I, I want to get your thoughts about this. Like, Because, yeah, I've been hearing about Rhodes and Punk. You know, there's also talks, again, about Gunther and Rollins. You know, all these possibilities that they could happen. I would not be a fan of Rhodes versus Punk, and I'm going to tell you why. And it kind of ties into the segment that was a part of Monday Night Raw. You know, obviously this, and it's kind of cool in a way, I guess, if you want to say it, but... You know, you want to, you you hear like the 50 50 reaction. You know, some people were chanting for Cody, some people were chanting for, for CM Punk, but there was a lot more punk cheers that outweighed the yeah. Cody cheers in this segment. And to me, Brian, that's not really a good, it's not a good visual or a good look for Cody when you have a hero out being or being outshined by the other hero you know what i mean it's also like i'll use this as an example hulk hogan and ultimate warrior at wrestlemania 6 correct me if i'm wrong Brian, but both of those two at the time were baby faces right if i'm not mistaken so yes they were big stars and it was a big matchup and it it was good for what it was but think but hulk hogan was like the megastar like at that time he was already the big megastar and I think because of the fact that more people just drawn more to Hulk Hogan than they did for Ultimate Warrior, it kind of hindered Ultimate Warrior in a way, if that makes sense, to where you have a hero that's outshining the other babyface that's also trying to be the hero. And if you try to do that with Cody, especially if he's not going to be quote unquote finishing the story and and takes out and takes on CM Punk. I don't know, and, and and I'll be honest with you, Brian. I don't think it's going to happen anyway. So I, I don't, I don't, I don't expect honestly Cody and Punk to really happen. But if it does, it would not be it. W- it would not be a good decision with face versus face like that, and the way how booking is just done in this business. And yeah, booking, of course, back in the day, like I mentioned with Hulk Hogan and Ultimate Warrior, was a little bit different to where yet yeah, worked but still at the same time, you don't want to blur the lines and make somebody outshine the other. It's like heel versus heel. It's like, yeah, it sounds cool. It sounds cool, like fantasy booking-wise, but you don't want that other heel to just to outheel the other, if that makes sense. I'm just not mm-hmm. a fan of that. Um, and I think with Cody, it's just it's the fact that he – wouldn't finish the story if he's facing punk. I just don't think it's a good look for him as well as vice versa. Whoever gets more cheers than the other. So I don't know, but Brian, before we end the show, we get our final thoughts, your thoughts in regards to that. Um,
1: uh, punk's one of those unique characters. I mean, there's very few, like, I I don't think it generally, I I would say, yeah, like I hear what you're saying, but I, I think with punk, I don't think it matters quite as much. He's more like a, Whether like a Stone Cold or even a Rock back in the day where it it didn't, they're more anti-hero than either heel or face. So I I don't think even with Cody in there, like you're, I I don't think Cody would lose that much or anything at all, really. Mm -hmm. And and you're going to, and the CM Punk is going to be that polarizing figure where you love him or you hate him.
0: You yeah, know. no, and, and I'm not I'm not saying anybody would lose anything per se. Like I don't want to I'm not saying that. I'm just saying in regards to like the visual of somebody being the star or outshining the other star is just not a good visual or look. I'm not saying like Cody's still gonna be Cody Rhodes. Like I even stated that on Richie's podcast mm-hmm. the other day. Like, regardless of how they want to book Cody, because I don't I think this company has done everything that they could possibly do to make Cody the top yeah. star in this industry as well as punk to a degree and he just got and he just came back but i don't know man it's just like it's just it's not a good look for someone that's like the american the american nightmare this american hero and you have this other this other this other baby face in punk cuz nobody's going to be booing punk anytime soon punk is going to get pretty it's going to get cheered mm-hmm. for the most part wherever he goes at this point now with with AEW it was different cuz of all the shit that was going on but now <laughs> right. in WWE. It's like, it's, it's a different, this it's a different situation here. Like fans are now are high on punk. They love punk that he's back and he's going to get sheared. And if he's getting out sheared over Cody in this match, it's just like,
1: yeah, I don't know. No, you, you see what I'm saying? No, I, I hear what you're saying. And like, I, I'm, how do i put it like I, I wouldn't want this match at wrestlemania i, I just think that yeah, it's yeah. it's if rollins can't go that that's maybe where they head but yeah and it's no, I, I, I wouldn't think like from from now from rumble you know given everything where we're at from the rumble to mania now you're trying to put punk and and roads together yeah it's it's rushed it's it's cra- yeah. it's it's not going to be great Mm -hmm. but eventually down the road, whether it's for title for whatever and whoever's the heel or face or whatever, these two are going to have a fucking amazing feud. I I have no doubt. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And honestly, I think honestly at the end of the day, because again, I don't think it's going to happen. I mean, could that be something that WWE can look further into? Sure. But Mm -hmm. I don't think it's going to happen. I think this was honestly just a way again, just to hype up the rumble that these two could be the final two participants in the rumble pretty much. I don't think it's anything beyond that in a way, honestly. Um, so but yeah, it's just if they were if to they go. Are, that route, if they man, are
1: the last two, man, how do you think that ends? Do you think it's I mean who's throwing who out?
0: You know, that's ooh. I don't know. <laughs> right? I don't bro, man, that, yeah. that would be because again again, cause um, I don't know, man, because it's just like because Cody, like you can make an argument for Cody that because he won last year, you he don't. Have to you don't win, right. He would. He doesn't have to win it either. But with Punk, it's just. And again, again, it's it's all comes down to this whole Seth Rollins situation. Do yeah, they have the yeah. match with Seth, with Seth Rollins and Punk and everything? So it really truly depends. And I honestly think I don't even think WWE at this point knows what they want to do yet. Like you mentioned about sure. long term planning. Like I don't really think WWE has a set stone and plan do they maybe yeah. have a plan in regards to the who wins this rumble sure but like main eventing mania and who who's what situation or who is in what situation yeah even, I, I don't know if they had that decision yet
1: yeah and you had mentioned earlier too it, and given everything that's happened with seth in the past year in the back and now his knee yeah like i fo- I, I mean I, I would say now he's losing at mania to whoever and oh, you yeah. mentioned it earlier like uh, yeah i think he's gonna be you know off tv a little bit rehabbing. so mm-hmm. yeah. um whether that was a plan beforehand or not i would think now with this injury he probably more than likely he's going to be having some time off Yeah. so yeah that's that's one one star you're going to be down for a bit
0: mm-hmm. exactly exactly but I think at this point, Brian, like, I think there's a lot of things that could be on the table as of right now because of this injury with Rollins and, um, just again, the rumble again, punk is also advertised for the, for the elimination chamber. So, you know, where Mm. does punk tie in? Is he in a chamber matchup? Is he going to be in a singles matchup finally? So there's a lot, a lot of questions, a lot more to discuss and we'll get into that. So, but, uh, yeah, man, this was, uh, an interesting Monday night raw. Again, it was some good mo- again, some good moments, some just just a lot of filler. <laughs> just a lot of filler with people like DIY, the women's division, mm-hmm. freaking Bronson Reed. I don't know what they're doing with Bronson Reed. He was saying that he was going after a championship, but now he wants to go after Jey Uso because he's also going after a title. Well, you could say that to pretty much everybody on the roster. So yeah, it's yeah. it's yeah. uh and again, and I don't know if it's just the fact that you know WWE. And they've done it a time or two. And I said it on the roundtable, the very first thing I said in in the whole buildup, like it just feels like for the majority of this row to the Rumble, it's just like, all right, we got some big surprises planned for the pay-per-view. Let's just try to get there. Let's just hit cruise control. Let's not do anything. that's. Let's have a couple cool face-to-faces. You know, maybe a match or two here and there that the that crowd can just bust a freaking load over, yeah,
1: and yeah. and
0: just and, and 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 just go from there. Um, that's just how I truly feel and just what I'm watching. Um, so but who but hopefully this crew the fact that they have been in cruise control, hopefully by the time we get into Rumble, it'll be all it'll be all worth it that they do have something big planned for the Rumble. Do they? Well, we'll soon find out in regards to it. But thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of the ruthless talk podcast our next episode we will be covering the royal rumble in another edition of the good the bad and the ugly it's been a while since we've done one of those yeah very, right yeah very yep. very excited to uh to get into that um as well as to watch this pay-per-view of course of course with all the buzz and all the hype what it could lead into wrestlemania coming up so so that'll be uh that'll be interesting and fun to get into the good the bad and the ugly the first one we've done in a while so that'll be that'll be a lot of fun man so we'll be recording that show on sunday night and that should be coming out at least through uh, on youtube as well as all other podcasting platforms will be most likely on monday morning uh, slash afternoon so make sure you guys stay tuned uh, for when that show drops. And of course, as always, make sure you guys follow us on social media. You guys see the banner down below. Subscribe to our YouTube channel as well as follow us on Instagram and TikTok. That is Ruthless underscore talk. We make a lot of great uh, content for you guys over there as well. And once again, I want to thank everybody that was a part of the Royal Rumble Roundtable from this past Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, another tremendous uh round table event and again expect more to come we plan on doing one for for wrestlemania uh coming up we already got some guests planned in regards to that so big stuff coming your way in regards to wrestlemania so yeah man we're officially on the road to wrestlemania we got aw revolution coming up soon so there's a lot to discuss as well as this whole spiel with freaking raw netflix tko a lot of stuff is going on man but hey as podcasters that we cover this stuff we wouldn't have it any other way so but thank you guys so much for tuning in and stay tuned for more episodes to come brian your final thoughts before we end the show i'm gonna leave i'm gonna i'm gonna go out on a limb here i'm gonna say the shock of the
1: night for the royal rumble mm. sasha banks returns i'm i'm, I'm, Triggy, I'm your lips shears. to
0: God's ears bro <laughs> <laughs>
1: i'm saying
0: sasha's returning at the rumble man i okay. hope so <laughs> I've again man your lips to god's freaking ears man and who and who knows does she set something up with bailey you know there's been talks i mean that's the only way man like if, if she yeah. were to return you would think it has something to do with her as well as bailey and damage control but we shall see man like you said your lips to god's freaking ears and i'm I'm just gonna leave it at that so but thank you guys for tuning into another episode that is gonna do it for today's episode everybody my name is james porcelli i'm brian thomas and until next time, and there will be a next time your boys are signing off, saying salutes. Peace out. And take care, everybody. Hey. The body the